Welcome to the Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. Join us as we discuss vacation planning, reporting, and reviews on vacations ranging from Disney and theme parks to cruising and beach getaways with everything in between. So grab your passport, a fast pass, and an umbrella drink because the show's about to begin. And now, without any further delay, here is your ghost host, Vacationeer Tom. Welcome to episode 148 of Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. I'm your host, Tom, joining us on my panel of Joanna. Are you ready to sail? Oh, yes. Maybe, 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 maybe you can sell. (laughs) We'll get that in a second. But this episode, we're talking all about offsite hotels and probably some food somewhere along the way. Our foodie expert, John Self, is here. John, hello, sir, and welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. Happy to be here and glad you you let me come back on. It didn't cause too much trouble last time. (laughs) No, not at all. I got all uh, glowing reviews about having you on. So. I figured let's uh, I double family, down. I have lots of family members that say nice things about me. <laughs> wow. Oh, very nice. How do you get family members to say nice things about I know. You? Or even listen or yeah, <laughs> forget about it. Well, you forget I you, you forget what my day job is. You know, I'm a, a Baptist minister. I can I can propagate in guilt if I have to. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, we need to be our publicist. It's a problem. I try really hard not to use guilt, but, you know, they teach you at seminary. That's an emergency. In case of emergency, guilt is the way to go. Uh, before we get started, though, on <laughs> the off-site hotels, Joanna, we're recording this on Tuesday evening, and you're going on a cruise Thursday, and yesterday you got your COVID test. And I did. Today you found out what? Please <laughs> explain this. This is amazing. So this afternoon, someone from uh, the lab, CVS's lab called. Yeah. And said, "Oh, the vials in the box were all broken, and all the tests were ruined." <laughs> what are the chances? So you, okay, you're saying the whole like when they, they drop it into the the thing in CVS. So not just you and Carol's, but like crap yeah, ton. Yeah, they were. said a bunch of them were a bunch were wow. broken from that. Location. And we haven't been doing this long enough, so now we break vials in the thing because we don't have a system to keep that from happening. <laughs> no. Yeah, not. you can't put a sponge at the bottom of the box. Okay? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, everyone's a, a, a armchair uh, scientist, <laughs> or, or whatever it be. But so now today, well, I actually I, well the funny thing is I actually worked for my company oh, yeah, done, you're, did you're, COVID testing yeah and we had a problem with leaking vials and insulating and packing packaging so oh well then you should have done this and, and that sponge at the bottom of the thing is not necessarily a bad you idea. have should you should have been aware of this then. <laughs> yeah you should have been aware so now all day today you, you've you, literally been running around trying to get a COVID test so you can go on your cruise yes right? so and now you know you're what 36 hours from the cruise and you need to have a pre-authorization from Bermuda to even get on the boat so I have my author. I saw I had the thing. It's queued up and waiting, but we need the test result. And now, if you take a COVID test, the result is one to two days, right? Which yep. is past yep. the ability to get on. So okay, but I found out rapid tests are acceptable. Okay. So we ran up to urgent care this morning. Said we do rapid tests. Perfecto. And they, yes, you would think. Well. We get in there and get through the registration. They said, oh no, we don't do them for travel. Oh. If you're not. If you're not showing symptoms, you can't get one here. Then just sneeze. That's true. Yeah. Oh, I, they didn't tell me that until after I'd already. I mean, come on. It was real easy here. <laughs> oh, wait. Come to think of it. Well, my brother had it, and though we were multiple states away, I feel like I may have been exposed. 
<laughs> we were online. It's a really good web. It's a hell of a virus. <laughs> so, so we left there. That we were trying to find another place. So I did find another place. They do, you know, COVID test for travel. We'll do the rapid test. And all their appointments were booked. Why don't you get a home one? I mean, we did that because for... That, uh, don't accept it. Would they have... Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Royal Caribbean does. We yeah, have to but get those their... have to be proctored from Royal yes. Caribbean. I well, don't not, have... Not Royal Caribbean. Carnival doesn't have a proctor. No, no, it's a third party. It's a third yeah, party one. They're hired by Royal Caribbean. Well, yeah, I don't know that. Don't you know. order your test from them, and they get online. And well, no, you can order it from a yeah, third-party site. I've written enough blogs and guides for travel agents now with the people coming over from the UK. I'm not that person, but I'm suspicious of who's making money off of all these different tests and all these different third parties. I'm just saying it looks suspicious. Yeah, yes. yes. But, okay, yeah, so you so couldn't. Carnival makes you go get a test. Right? Well, I know Carnival had some and, import, like, at the port you get a test. Yeah, except Bermuda, you need a prior authorization. Right, you need prior. To go to Bermuda. So you, you need actual authorization from the government of Bermuda. So we had to actually apply for that at 40 bucks a person. Oh, and if man. you don't have Bermuda authorization, you're not even allowed on the ship. You can't just go and not get off the boat in Bermuda. Wow. So, so tonight, in approximately an hour, you have uh, an appointment set. Yeah. So oh, yeah. during and this and podcast, this you're going to more leave. fun. Yep. So I found there no one had appointments online. So I started calling places and I called one and said, yeah, they said, oh yeah, we accept walk-ins. Like, oh, that's even better. I said, because you didn't have any appointments. She goes, no, no, we're all booked up with appointments, but we have walk-ins. I'm like, okay, no problem. So we hop in the car and we drive up there. Yep. And we walk in, tell them, yeah, we want the test. They're like, okay, great. I'm back at seven. I'm back at seven. Where the walk-in start at seven? This, this sounds like <laughs> a dining reservation for Tucson and CityWalk. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, so it's like, you could have just told me that on the phone. Yes. You made me walk in to give me a reservation. Right now, you're pretty happy. I, If I were you, I'd be nervous as hell. <laughs> I, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I would not be, I, I'd be very nervous. Because going back there, I'd be afraid to be like, oh, no, no, yeah, no, we're filled up or something. I, 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 I have zero confidence that you're getting that test done at 7 o'clock. But I'm a negative person. But, you know, what am I going to do? Right. I guess. I, I, I just found out. I just found out the pretty reckless has been added to a concert I had tickets to this fall. So. Well, there you go. Well, you know, who needs a cruise then? So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cruise be damned. Yeah. Okay. All right. There you go. All right. Well, there you go. So yes, uh, as soon as you feel like you have to leave to go to this uh, COVID test, by all means, uh, just uh, say adios, and uh, we'll say goodbye, and we'll keep hey, on trucking yeah, through. I'll be popping out early. So oh, I figured you were going to do this like the gong show and just let me tell the story bong. until you get tired. And just... <laughs> well, I didn't start recording yet. Wow. Okay, are we ready to record now? <laughs> that, that, was, that was an incredibly dated reference. Gong show. Yes, the gong show. Gong. Uh, I think they re they revitalized that a couple times. Sorry, right? if, you're, if you're under a certain age, just let the old people talk for a second. <laughs> Just let us ramble, like usually, David's fine. I don't no think problem. any uh, kids nowadays listen to podcasts anymore, do they? It's all the us. Uh, you, I don't know. Actually, I don't know who surprised. Yeah, I guess. I don't know who listens. Well, it's all you TikTok. You break this up into 300 TikTok videos. Yes, yes. That would be wonderful. <laughs> I like it. All right. Well, I guess we can get moving right along to the main subject of this episode. John, like you are an expert in all things uh, Orlando, including offsite hotels. Not only food, but offsite hotels. But would you like to discuss our three top three snacks at Universal 
video real quick. You mean, the, one. you mean the top three snacks at Universal Studios Florida that we recorded, <laughs> what, a couple of weeks ago on the lovely Vac- Vacationers podcast? That is correct. He's such a stickler for all the details. At, you know, that one I'm theme just, park in Orlando. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, some of us, some of us type these words all the time. Yeah, it's second nature. Your fingers are, every time you talk, your fingers are just moving. It's probably going to get worse as I go along the way, so long way. <laughs> Tom, foolishly enough, came to see me while I was staying at Universal Orlando. We went to Universal Studios Florida and in Tom's typical casual fashion um, said, hey, let's do a let's do a video of uh, the top three snacks at Universal Studios Florida. I was like, "Okay, I think I can handle that. And then I scared him with the first one. Oh, yeah. You can find this all on the YouTube channel. I mean, these were pretty straightforward and we defined snacks rather loosely, I thought. Yeah. Um, Because sometimes I've defined snacks as they have to be under $8 or under 10 or under this. Uh, two of these were over that usual amount, but I can't, we counted them as snacks. Yes. Um, fortunately, what we what I picked at the crepe stand is still exists because they changed that <laughs> menu. Um, but the first stop was at Central Park Crepes. And if you're not familiar with Central Park Crepes at Universal Studios Florida, they added it um, soon after the reopening, after the vir- the height of the virus period it's a crepe stand let me say this with all due respect even though i really do like la creperie de paris paris i sorry i knew my southern accent would screw that up at the end um <laughs> all of these crepes taste good tom was terrified you could see it in the video and he does not believe me the whole time so you've got to go find this he's like the whole time he's like john sent me to get this and i didn't think this was gonna be very good and i didn't trust john and it wasn't gonna be this and it wasn't gonna be that and i'm sitting here the whole time i'm like is he going to be the one person who doesn't like this crepe? And all I'm going to do is hear about it for the rest of the evening. What a terrible food blogger I am. But yeah. I suggested the smoked brisket crepe because you can't start the evening with dessert because I knew I was with Tom and the last snack had to be a dessert. Oh, yeah. And, and honestly, in Tom's defense, brisket crepe sounds really weird. Thank you. I can I concede that as a very valid point. They have adjusted the menu and now there's a pork carnita crepe which actually oh, i hear is very good i've not had it yet but it's apparently very good tom how was the uh the brisket crepe wonderful it was so good and the crepe was delicious and it is the same crepe the, the, the sweet crepe that you'd have for a, a a sweet crepe so it was really weird to have it <laughs> with brisket but yeah no no it was it was super good i i was pleasantly surprised with the uh you know, the savory and the sweet combined together, it uh, blended well, very much. So, yeah, I, I must admit, I was a little concerned at first, but, man, it was good. Okay, hold on. I don't know how it comes off in the video, but he was more than a little concerned <laughs> when I see him for the um, There was a look of terror in his eyes. Uh, I mean, they had all these these crepes, like the, the proven crepes, like the, the Nutella and peanut butter or whatever. All these great crepes, like, oh, these would be good flavors. And John's like... Nope, we're going for the brisket. <laughs> like what? <laughs> so, if you're going to take a if you're going to take a pseudo food expert with you, you have to actually listen to what they say. Yeah, that's right. So without question, I was like get me that smoked brisket one. <laughs> no. So, so second stop is pretty predictable to anybody who's familiar with Universal Studios Florida. We cheated a little bit because. Price has gone up a little bit. I think it's now eleven ninety nine for this. But we went to Bumblebee Man's Taco in Springfield in the Springfield, USA area. Oh yeah. 
And we got the chicken tacos, right? Yes. Very, very, very good. Because <laughs> yes. I remember ranting and raving about they changed them to be, quote unquote, more Mexican style with onions yes. and cilantro instead of yep. lettuce, cheese and tomatoes. And um, I recall them being, you know, fairly good. I've had I've had bone me and tacos like 10 million times. So <laughs> um, not only were they good, you know. but the line was uh, non-existent. Like we almost literally oh, walked out. About and that. Right, oh, yeah, we ordered right away. So it was pretty amazing. <laughs> I couldn't believe it because that line yeah, is always huge. And, yeah. In both places so far, the line was fairly short, which leads us mm. to the best part of this video, mm. because mm. then we go to Diagon <laughs> Alley nope. because I'm with Tom. And even in my <laughs> brief time knowing Tom, I knew where we had to go. <laughs> oh, yeah. We needed to go get some. <laughs> We needed to get some ice cream oh. from Florin Fortescue's. Yes. And then, and then because I'm a muggle, I doubted a little bit. <laughs> I wasn't sure I was right, even though I was pretty sure I was right. And I was trying to tuck in my built-in arrogance. And I was like, well, maybe I'm not right. And so I said, well, we can go to we can go to the Fountain of Fair Fortune, which is right next door, and you can get a cup of butterbeer ice cream. Yep. But it's not on the menu, so you have to trust them. So you have to, you know. And so then we get in line for that, and I start to have a little bit of doubt. So I will admit a little bit of doubt in this case. <laughs> but the line at Florin Fortescue's, oh after, my Lord. you need to rope drop Florin Fortescue's. Wow. Um, it always has a line, and there is no express pass for Florin no. Fortescue's. And it is slow so, going. Right. So eventually Tom got out of line because we were testing it, and he went over to Florin Fortescue's to get the orange marmalade ice cream. Uh, is that correct? I did get that. I'm not sure what did we decide that I wasn't getting the. Oh, I figured. Oh no. Okay. When I was online, I figured you're getting the butter beer, so it'd make right. more sense for me to try something else. So I got two things actually. I got like strawberries and cream or something at the bottom. Yeah. When you order when you order a cone from Florin Fortescue's, you get two scoops of ice cream. Yeah. So I got and the the to orange was on fair. top. But I'll be honest with you, I don't remember anything but the orange, and the orange was fantastic. Right. I I don't remember the other one. I don't but, remember tasting the other one. So. When you go to the Fountain of Fair Fortune, you get a cup. Now it's a yep. significantly large cup, but it's a it's one large scoop of ice cream. They literally walk from the Fountain of Fair Fortune through the back door of yep. the Florin Fortescue's, scoop it out, and walk it back to you. I recall it being 5:49. I'd have to check my notes to see that. Um, but just so you have some perspective here. It was at night. It was Florida. It was April. So it's not as hot as it is for you guys right now. Yeah. I sat for a while and waited on Tom. Yeah. And then I saw where he was in the line. And then I sat longer and waited on Tom. Yeah. And then he hardly moved anywhere. Yeah. And then the edges of my ice cream started to melt. That was it. And it started to melt more. Mm -hmm. and at that point, I said, Tom, I appreciate your time and effort, but it's time for me to have some ice cream. So yeah. I easily finished my ice cream before Tom even got his. Well, you you were you you had yours and you are already decided that is beyond saving and came to me and I wasn't even in the door. I wasn't in the proper store yet. Mm -hmm. I'd never made the actual queue. I'm still outside trying to get in by the time you were already at that point. So yeah, it was at least a good 20 so, minutes between us. And so I literally go back into Fountain of Fair Fortune like, let me see if I can get two before Tom even gets one. <laughs> and I'm about two people away before he gets his. Then I, <laughs> so I bail on that and I work from there. So it wasn't too bad. If you just want butterbeer ice cream, and by the way, why wouldn't you? Amen. Um, and you just need one scoop. You don't need the double scoop Sunday concoction. Mm. Not in a fair fortune is a good way to go. But you can see all this nonsense on the Vacation Year Podcast YouTube page. Yes. Channel. Sorry. Go check it out. Subscribe, like, tell a friend, do all that stuff. Yeah, it was a great video. Thank you so much, John. Because I know, like, <laughs> when you come down, 
you're just like yeah because you were with um uh, uh, that day that day yeah, i was with, with um i i come here for the food which is a youtube channel okay I based was, out of tampa i was with park rush podcast park rush yes that's uh, what i was thinking and then um i was going to meet up with universal food blog but then i met with him later in the week yeah i mean you're just so busy <laughs> yeah it's a, it's a whirlwind of food consumption. Yeah. oh my oh too much too much but yeah, so Which is why if you sorry, shameless plug here. If oh, you want to follow means. me at Pastor John Self. Oh, yes. Uh, you if you want to know every single Halloween food item there exists in the Orlando area. Ooh. As of this moment, I am tasting going to have scheduled to have everything at Mickey's Not So Scary. Oh yeah. And every food item at Halloween Horror Nights, which I counted up to be about 35 items, by the way, oh, based on predictions. How many days is that? Well, here's the problem. Um, I haven't given you the other one thing yet. And then apparently I'm also going to go to SeaWorld for a day or an <gasps> evening. I'm getting a oh, test for yeah. just for the evening, not not to do the event, just to do the food walkthrough so I don't get to do the cool stuff. So I'm still working on that. Wait, um, what? <laughs> yeah, I, I, get, I get escorted around by a media person to try all the food by their press really? people. So you also yes. don't pay for it then? Oh, I'm not paying for it. Oh, come on now. <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Combination of two things. Minister, food blogger. Pay for stuff? What, what are you talking about? Come on. Wow. Um, so you get to just walk around the event, try all the food, and get out. Oh, yes, wow. That's, get out. that's pretty sweet. Um, but, but back to Joanna's question. Yeah. Mickey's Not So Scary is one night. <sighs> SeaWorld is one night. Halloween Horror Nights, assuming they do come out with the multi-night passes, yep. which we still don't know that for sure, but they should. Mm-hmm. I think I get six nights, so I'll be fine there. Oh, yeah. So could you, like, milk it? Be like, no. listen, the Mickeys, you know, between the, the candy and the ice cream bar and the cupcakes, I'm going to I'm gonna need at least two nights at that place. And then you can really just enjoy it and not have to eat all that at one night. Oh. But so six nights for 35 items? Yep. Well, that was like Mardi Gras. Your life is going to be like my next, my cruise coming up. That's because what I'm going to do then. Pretty much, yes. I just call it a John Self weekend. Right. Except <laughs> you're not, you're, you're not sitting in time afterwards and then typing it up. Oh yeah. And submitting it so it's seen on whatever source it goes to at that point. So. No, I I am showing it to anyone who cares what I do. Yes. Yes, it's nice. You get to <laughs> eat it. You get to eat it and not have at to think point. about it. Right. Yeah. At that point, I probably will be also contributing to three other Orlando-based food blogs at that point. So oh my. who knows what I'll be typing up. Well, you should definitely yeah. try to get uh, the SeaWorld uh, – uh, what was that? What's that one? Uh, Craft Beer Festival. Oh, man. They yes. have some good food there. I mean, they have other people who take care of that for me. Oh, that's the B team. Like, Cause, cause that's not that. that's not like food blogging. No offense intended. It's not a judgment based on my worldview. <laughs> you can't try all the alcoholic beverages in one night. Well, no, they have a lot of food. Food, like they food. You don't have to. You don't have to necessarily mm-hmm. drink to enjoy the. Uh, craft hold beer on, hold on. It's called Bush Gardens and Sea World. You do have to drink. <laughs> well, Come on now. Well, yeah, it helps. <laughs> Come on now. It certainly helps, it's but good. yeah. It's just, it's just one of those things you just have to do. So, oh, let's, okay. let's, let's give we're Joanna. Having, we're having fun with my son's cat in the room. For those of you not enjoying this in the podcast, if I seem distracted right now, it's my, oh, there you my go. talented teenage son and his cat jumped into the room. So Let's give Joanna a test. See how much she knows Disney. So John already mentioned 
that he's going to wow. Mickey's Not So Scary to cover the food. Take a, I'll give you a two-week span. Take a, just take a guess at what date he's going. I'll give you two weeks either side <laughs> to see if you can get it. Go. Oh, you got this. Don't t- trust yourself, Joanna. Think about it. He's not asking because <laughs> so it's, it's easy. Yeah, so yeah. So it's the, the Halloween thing, right? Yeah, yeah the Mickey's mm-hmm. not so scary. After-hours yeah. Halloween event. Yeah, Halloween. That hasn't happened for three years. Oh, <laughs> you got two weeks either side. You have a whole month. You can pick. I I would have give I would only given a week span. This is too easy. Well, you're you're, you're John. You're giving it away. <laughs> August nineteenth. Ah! Wait, did you did you look at the Mickey's Not So yeah, Scary calendar? And looking, I Whoa, can see. The, I no, can, I'm I, I'm looking at my computer screen. I it's the week after my concert because I can see the reflection on her face yeah. on the screen. Okay, for those of you on the podcast. So, you're. Um, what is going I'm on? I'm technically going the I'm technically going the sixteenth because the first night is the twelfth. Wow, 19th, yeah. As I looked at 12th, is that concert I was talking about earlier, and then I'm like, well, Tom's had a two-week span. I'm like, okay, that should cover any ridiculous start date. Yeah, I think I gave too much. I know it's not going to be past September, right? Because then you've got to get your articles out there before the people. Okay, all right. Yeah, I gave too much. Halloween at Walt Disney World starts before school. Kids go back to school. <laughs> Amazing. So, you know, I mean, I, I, told things I don't know anything well, about this, but I've been Labor to more Day. than eight posters. <laughs> yeah. I, I've been to nearly 10 different parks. Nearly 10 yeah, parks. So, but, but this, but this well, is like, maybe. this is like uh, the, the Bush companies with their Mardi Gras that starts like January 4th. <laughs> but we can't make fun of that because Universal has Mardi Gras that goes. Oh away. my God. It goes mm-hmm. after, after Easter. Yeah. It's the first which for those of us, those half of us a year. world view were like, um, we understand Mardi Gras. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was supposed to end at Ash Wednesday. Yeah. 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 Easter. Fat Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, man. So. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, John will be down uh, in mid-August to cover the Halloween event. Nothing says Halloween and like mid-August. I hope my wife will never hear this because she is not aware that she's going and she has tickets. Oh, nice. So. She doesn't know she's going, but she she, she knows she has know tickets? She doesn't know she's going. She doesn't know anything about it yet. Oh, but you got her a ticket. I just set this up recently. Gotcha. She has a ticket and she's flying down and all that stuff. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. She wanted to go. She wanted to go. Sorry, honey. She wanted to go during Halloween Horror Nights. Oh yeah. When we're there in September, and everybody she was with was like, "Uh, no, we're going to Halloween Horror Nights. We're not going to Mickey's. Not so scary." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> you know what the great thing is? She'll never suspect. She'll be getting on the plane in August. She'll never suspect she's going to Mickey's. Not so scary. <laughs> I'm like, who would? Like, <laughs> in fa- in fairness, she might not because. Because she's just going down with me. All that means is I'm going down to eat food at Disney Springs. Yep. Yeah. So that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. So yeah. we, we shall see. Um, before we move to offsite hotels, which obviously I had to grab my notes and they cover oh, all kinds of stuff about for it. For sure. Apparently, one of you is going to the NBC Sports Grill and Brew. I think I got the name correct. Yes. Um, this Friday night. Friday night. A couple days from um, now. Yes. I will be going. I know I've written several reviews about NBC Sports Grill, and since those of you familiar with the Orlando area theme parks know that the ESPN Club is not with us anymore. Yes. Sorry, Disney. RIP. Apparently, you can't keep a property together <laughs> that you own, so that's a whole different issue. Probably one of the largest sports bars in all of Orlando is the NBC, now that ESPN's gone, is the NBC Sports Grill. So... What is it you wanted to order there, Tom? Well, I think I'm going to definitely start off with that big pretzel because that thing looks 
Oh, so, so good. Oh, man. You mean the thing I call the crucified pretzel, and I'm allowed to call it that because <laughs> yeah. I'm a minister? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm a Christian minister. I'm allowed to call it yeah, the crucified see, yeah, pretzel. Yeah. yeah, that thing. I got that from one of my friends. Is it cross-shaped? Cross-shaped? It's not, but it kind of hangs on this thing that's, yes. It's a it's a little bit on the on the scary side when it comes out. So it's huge, huge. Yeah. It looks so good. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm gonna. How do you start with something that you describe that big? Um. <laughs> well, if you have it at NBC Sports Grill, you take it off piece by piece. If you have the equivalent at Jock Lindsay's hangar bar during happy hour, it falls apart and seeds go everywhere and the birds attack. Oh, that's a, that's wow. a whole different podcast. Wow. Well, there now, Joanna, there are um, there's gonna be. Adventures by D, all four of them will be attending this dinner with me. So, I mean, there will be plenty of us to conquer this pretzel. And I guess if they ate commensurate with their height, I mean, it should be no problem. Again, they're not tall people. I don't, wow. know, what you, I don't know what you're talking about. They look very tall. You right? keep saying no. this. They are not. We'll get a picture. Friday, we're getting a picture. picture. I need scale. I need, I need, <laughs> we need scale. We need scale. We need a, like videos, a, a li- they just look like a really tall family, no? We need a live stream on Friday night, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if I knew how to do it, like in the parks, I would. I don't even know how to do that. <laughs> it's so complicated. I'm lucky I can just live stream here. <laughs> just walk can, past you, the bank and you see the height on the door. So you, be, right. you can make them way shorter. You can make them sit in the chairs at Three Broomsticks. Oh, oh yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, yeah. Then they look real small. Those chairs, you're like little kitty chairs yeah. at Three Broomsticks. I'm not sure what's <laughs> up with that. There's tiny in there. Yeah. But – um. All joking aside about NBC Sports, NBC Sports Grill and Brew, TV's everywhere. I know I've I've submitted a review about their lettuce wraps. Oh, okay. Yesterday, mm. and then I know in my writing queue I was typing early this morning about the Smokehouse Steak Burger. No, that's not what it's called. Smokehouse Stack Burger. Um, it's basically an excuse to make a really good burger and throw a bunch of pork on top. Interesting. Interesting. So it's it's not it's not a um, vegetarian delight. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> and so, but NBC Sports Grill has solid burgers. They use the oh, uh, I'm going to get it wrong. The Creekstone uh, Pure Angus Beef. You get a half pound mm. of uh, Creekstone, and the burgers average around sixteen dollars. Okay. Maybe maybe seventeen, depending on what you get. I know there's a uh, the Wagyu Burgers 20. It's a decent value. And then, of course, if Tom remembers to use his annual pass discount, yes, then he can get, then he can get 10 or 15% off also, which yes. makes it so much easier. So, yep. Tom's got to try to claim the military discount on top of on it. On top. I'm going to stack yes, it. Exactly. <laughs> Tom, good, luck, good luck with that. They have lamb burgers. Yes, they do. I would recommend the lamb burger at Mythos over that one, but it's it's not bad. Mm-hmm. So if I didn't want to go burger, if I want to do something different, uh, um, I have done meat. well. They have they have wings okay. that I I've enjoyed, but I I think they're just they're better than Buffalo Wild Wings, but they're not a lot better. Gotcha. They have ribs. The ribs are decent. <sighs> Too messy. Well, that's kind of why I avoid them. Yeah. Um, they have a bang they have a bang bang chicken dish that's actually pretty good. It's bang a, bang it's chicken, a interesting. Thai dish. Oh, yeah, it's okay. a Thai dish. Um, but it, well, it might go with your pretzel. I take that back. Uh, smoked pork sandwich is pretty good. Um, smoked okay. beef. And I'm now just looking at the menu and just reminding right. myself. Chicken pot pie. Hmm. Whoa, what we have a chicken that? pot pie now. There's a chicken pot pie. What does that yeah. mean? Is it? It's a, it's a pot pie or a a pot pie? 
You kind of open. Oh, you're right. That's back. I'm sorry. I have not had that. That was on the old menu, and I have not seen that before. Like directly under that, Joanna, the tomato goat cheese chicken is actually yeah. really good. Oh. Oh. Ooh la la. Okay. Well, this is um, very I interesting. Know on, I know that's on my list of things to review. Oh, nice. Or right. you can also take the option that my wife did of you can just get an appetizer for your entree. Like she got the lettuce, chick, the chicken lettuce wraps. I'd recommend the margarita flatbread's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the loaded good. chili nachos are good. They're oh. not Margaritaville level, but they don't cost the same, and they're not mm-hmm. as big as your head either. So chili nachos. Uh, that, I think yep. chili nachos and a pretzel. That's all I need. And some beer, of course. Oh, barbecue brisket quesadilla, Thomas. Ooh, that sounds good too. Yeah, I, I'm not not to offend my. Remember, that's also a Hawaiian barbecue brisket yes. quesadilla. I oh, remember why I did crepe, you're right. Yeah. Why I, why I didn't Hawaiian. like it. Sorry. I, I, do, I do not have positive things to say about that one. <laughs> no. All right. Well, forget I mean, it. It's it was off. okay. It, it wasn't great. Yeah, yeah. There are more TV screens in that sports bar than probably any place else yeah. on the planet. Wow. Because that, that used to be the NASCAR. Yeah. The NASCAR sports grill. Yep. And that place was over-TV'd. And this one is just as bad. Yeah. Uh, it's, race rock. I think that turned into Dave and Buster's look like it doesn't have enough. <laughs> uh, it's a 10, 15 reservation. So I'm not sure how many sports are going to be going on at that time of night, but uh, that's true. You will you be watching baseball on the West coast. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of baseball, but I guess I could keep it there in the background. Uh, but yeah, it's it it the cornhole championships. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and just to clarify, because now I'm hijacking your podcast. Why on earth? Do you have a 10:15 reservation? Oh, that I, seems late. Yeah, it is late, but it's because I am going. I'm eating with Adventures by D, who are down here for Thursday and Friday. So they're they're coming down Wednesday. They're going to be in the parks all day Thursday and Friday, and going back Saturday. So they want to maximize their park hours while they're here. So the parks open. I think uh, USF is open till nine, and uh, IOA is ten. So. That's why there's a 10, okay. 15 reservation because they want to be. No, in the I'm parks. just starting to think this is Tom's new normal. Because when we went down to see him, he's yeah. like, oh, I had yeah, 1030. I, I have a 1030 dinner reservation. We'll yeah. Cowfish. 1030 well, at Cowfish. It was crazy. Right. The food blogger in me was like, hold on. <laughs> is it that hard to get a reservation? <laughs> um, and and it, it has been a lot more difficult. It's not Disney difficult. Yeah. But it's been far more difficult to get reservations. Day Disney of? Park. Forget about it. Don't, don't even bother. Like when we went for our reservation that night at 10, the people were walking. We got there at 930 and checked in and people were walking up and they were like, yeah, we're, we're booked all night. Don't there's no walk ups. And even when we checked in at 930, they said, well, if a table becomes available before 1030, we'll give you a text. They never text us. In fact, at 1030, I went up and said, hey, <laughs> we're still waiting. And it was like a quarter to 11 before we actually sat down. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they, they're very, very busy. There's a combination of. They're not used to being that busy, and they're really busy. Yeah, and I don't think they have, you know, all the help either. You know, I I don't know if they have the whole Correct. place opened up either, so I'm not sure about that. Yeah, the same same problem also at um at all the Disney restaurants yeah. also. So it's across the board. Yeah, yeah. If you can cook, from what I hear, I mean, they're giving like bonuses and stuff at Disney, right? If you can, yep. <laughs> you can fl- flip a burger or something. Like, yeah, I mean, I guess you have to have a little nice. bit more skill than that, but yeah, and not too shabby. No. Yeah. You- Universal's in the process of hiring uh, another 4,000 culinary people. That's insane. They have a whole park opening in a couple oh. years that they, they need a staff. Oh, mm-hmm. 
if I was like HR, I'd pull my hair out of one of these places. Like, this is too much. Like, I can't. Yep. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? You and know, a corporate won't let you like give like good raises. You know, it's like ah, where am I getting these people? Oh man. Yep, that's a that's a whole different discussion. But I agree. Uh, you you'd mentioned on Twitter when I mentioned or no no it was on the live uh, stream that we did last night that I still might be able to pick up my magnet on Friday even though it'll be oh, a yeah. day past the promotion. Sorry, I know by the time this comes out, this will be old news, so I'll do this very quickly. Universal, um, probably to increase traffic during the very slow period between spring break and summer, had a special annual pass holder mini appreciation day where they had special menu items and special things, and they brought back the magnets that they've always had. Nowhere in the documents, now many of the things that were special end right before Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. But the magnet was not listed as ending. Usually, it sticks around until they get rid of all of them. Oh. So you should you should be fine getting one. I would suggest you go to Toon Lagoon. You go to the main store at Toon Lagoon, not the annual pass holder lounge. Toon Lagoon main store. Okay. Yeah. So you just go to the main store, the Toon Extra store. It's on the right when you walk in there. I think they're doing construction around it. That one stays open all the time as opposed to the pass holder lounge. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. I will do that Friday, and hopefully, I'll be able to get a magnet. That'd be cool. Should be good. Yeah, yeah. Um, they give those out until they, because they just, in my opinion, sorry, in my very informed opinion, but do not have an official answer on this. <laughs> yeah. The buttons and the magnets, because Universal was creating new buttons every month for the pass holders and the magnets every three months. Yeah. And it became overwhelming to keep up, and people were just complaining. Well, I didn't get there in time to get my magnet. I didn't get there in time to get my button. So they're one of two solutions: either crank out a whole bunch more. Yep. Or stop doing it. Yep. Well, guess what? They they chose <laughs> to stop doing it. Yeah. And so I feel for the magnets, they're just under the cover of this mini pass holder thing, that there should still be magnets. Oh, perfect. I'd like to get a magnet. I don't, know, I don't even know what it is, but I want to get a magnet. Put it on my fridge. Cool. All right. Well, good so enough. Looks like my, so I should walk into my fridge and show you all the magnets <laughs> on my fridge. It's, it's, it's obscene. I'm sure it's scary. <laughs> it is very scary. All right, let's move on before to you, off. Yeah. Oh, before you do that, I just got a call. I just got my text from my provider. I've got a bolt. Uh, oh, oh you got like, a bolt? <laughs> That's the coaster on the uh, on the oh, yeah. ship the that you're gonna be on. Yeah. Gonna be my one entry spreadsheet. Right. Yeah, well, yes, <laughs> I'm taking off. It's nice seeing you, John. It's not a it's not a real you. not a real coaster, right, John. Right. Sorry. All right, have fun. Yeah, that's not a real coaster, by the way. At no point does that coaster actually – it doesn't coast. This is the Arthur Levine discussion of how you define a coaster. Yeah, and so I, it doesn't coast. I believe, te- I believe technically he did define that as a coaster, but he had the same concerns you have. Yeah, I, I don't believe and whenever, it. And whenever I consult – when I need a definition of a coaster, Arthur Levine is where I go. Sorry, no offense intended. I just go <laughs> – I don't think that's a coaster. If he says it's a coaster, I say it's a coaster. Yeah, I usually uh, just check our, our CDB. If it's in there, then I, I, I give it the benefit of the doubt. And I don't know if it's in there or not, though. I have to, I'll have to look to see if it's in there. It probably is, but who knows. Well, All in right. fairness, definition of a coaster has gotten a lot looser these days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's start talking about off-site hotels. Am I to presume you're talking about not only Disney but also Universal off-site hotels, or are you talking one We or- can talk about whatever you want, Um well, let's talk about both, and we'll just go to the best value. We can do both, value. but some people, some people who, who frequent Disney 
consider the Universal hotels to be offsite because they will stay at Universal. Oh, so they're offsite of Disney. Yeah, it's oh, it's, uh, it's a tricky definition now. In yeah. my mind, I define anything that's not a theme park resort hotel as offsite. Yes, yes. But I just want for the one disclaimer here, because we're seeing this a lot and travel agents are telling me this a lot, that people who are going primarily to Walt Disney World are spending their whole stay on site at Universal Orlando. And that's amazing. I don't know how much time you spend, you've spent in hotels at Universal Orlando. I don't know if you've even been to one at Universal oh, Orlando, yeah. Tom. Uh, plenty, plenty. Yep. Okay, okay. Then you know, comparing apples to apples, the Universal Lowe's hotels are equal to, if not superior to the Disney versions. Oh. With the exception of, of the very top deluxe. Yes. $700, $900 a night hotels during the slow season that Disney has um, for the same thing. Oh, like yeah. uh, Pop Century, which I think is a solid value plus level hotel. Um, people are happy to be paying $200 a night right now for that. It's crazy. I know the Skyliners part of that. Yeah. But the equivalent of that over at Universal would be Cabana Bay. Yeah. Oh, which if you it. plop that you plop that at Walt Disney World, that would be a moderate. That would be a mid-level moderate. For sure. Uh, maybe maybe higher because it has a it has a fitness room. It has a bowling alley. Oh yeah. I that might be on the top end of the moderate actually. And um some of the rooms are opens go, up from inside. You know, I know some of them don't. Yeah. Some of them open up from the outside, which usually Yeah. Well, is that between so the moderate and deluxe? Yeah. They don't define they don't define their value plus or their prime value or their the same way, but yeah. let me just say this nicely. The best I can probably get and I have connections for Pop Century in August is $170 a night. <laughs> For a standard room. Crazy. If I do it right and I plan it right, I can stay at Cabana Bay or Aventura, which is where I will stay, yep. for $100, $100 a night. Now, let me ask you this, John. Mm-hmm. Knowing I-4 and knowing the distance between yep. Universal and Disney, if you were going on a Disney vacation, is $70 a day, plus uh, I guess you'd also have to – count that you're going to have to pay for parking at Disney if you don't stay at Disney. So that's an additional that's $30. So, or no, so it's $30 off. So you're talking about maybe saving $40 a day to you. Is that worth dealing with I four at day and in the morning and at night? Well, I wouldn't think so. Watch this answer. Oh, watch okay. Answer. Here we go. Here we go. That's good. Yep. Yes. Oh, um, okay. I'll start with the easiest one. One, uh, food's going to be cheaper and better at my hotel at Universal than it is going to be at the comparable one at Disney. Now, we're not comparing Cabana Bay to um, Caribbean Beach or or Coronado Springs. Those are not in the same price range. But comparing Cabana Bay at Aventura directly against Pop Century and Art of Animation, Cabana Bay and Aventura win on the food court easily. Okay. Um, now let me but, counter with yeah. during the day, you're probably going to be eating in the park regardless of where you stay. So you're talking mm-hmm. about maybe morning, maybe a midnight snack. Either way, you go to Publix, you buy you know, some Pop-Tarts and some chips. This, this argument is for, – for, for my plan, you didn't – you don't have a car. You don't, well, how are you getting, so how are you getting from Universal to Disney? Watch this. Oh. <laughs> I'm going I'm to book with Mir, I'm going to book with Mirrors Connect. Okay. To pay, tw- to pay $12 per person one way on a small group. I've done it several times. That you can go from Universal to Disney and Disney back to Universal for twelve dollars one way, 
and it is a scheduled transportation and they are phenomenal on that. You can find my article about that at Pirates and Princess. Um, <laughs> Ding. It, they, they are phenomenal with that. Now, Mears Connect may struggle with the airport. I'm with you. Okay, yeah. But guess, but guess what? Now, the only negative is this is go. where your argument is going to be valid. Yep. You're going to get dropped off at the TTC for Magic Kingdom. Yep. And sorry, I'm looking at in August staying at one of the Disney Springs area hotels, which we'll talk about in a second. Yep. One of the large negatives is when I go to Mickey's Not So Scary, they're going to drop me off on my shuttle at the TTC. Yeah. I despise going to the TTC. <laughs> it's one of my main reasons I don't go to Magic Kingdom very much. Yeah. <laughs> but if you stay at if you stay on site, you don't have to do that. But if yeah. you're spending most of your time going to Epcot and Hollywood Studios, which most people are doing, you don't lose that advantage. But with the mirrors, so it, it's a lot easier. Do you, you don't have any flexibility though, right? I mean, can you if you wanted to rope drop it and you wanted to get there, say forty five oh, minutes get before you there early park enough. Open, they will. Okay. And what about evening? But remember, you're, you're off site. You don't have early park admission. Yes, but still, you you'd want to get there at least a half hour before rope yep. drop that way you can get you know ahead of the other people who are sleeping in or whatever but yeah we've, we've, we've tested that from universal so you can do that so mirrors will get you there before park opening and you can stay till park close and on your way out maybe grab uh, an ice cream or do some shopping and not have to worry about catching the one bus because otherwise you have to uber back you're mm-hmm. you're pretty good okay well well then i guess that's not yeah, too you have bad. options but my but my point is also, if you were going to, we're seeing, now I'm hearing this from travel agents. I probably wouldn't do this. I would just stay, if I'm going to stay at Universal, I'm just going to go to Universal and not worry about Disney. You know that. You've seen me do it many, <laughs> many times on yeah. Twitter. So I would not do it. Yeah. But they do a day or two at Universal, okay. But then they take one day, they just have a resort day. Oh, yeah. And they've got teenagers and kids and they're yep. at Cabana Bay and they sleep that one day <sighs> and then maybe they go have lunch at City Walk yeah. and then they come back to the pool and the Lazy River. Yep. They schedule time at the bowling alley. Yep. Um, there's plenty to do because I've done it before. Oh yeah. Uh, to entertain a teenager for a day at Cabana Bay. Now, if you're a if you're an old gray-haired person or you're a millennial couple, Aventura is is the adult equivalent. Yeah, I've never stayed there. Yeah, I mean it's it lacks it lacks theming. Yeah. Oh, I I enjoy it. It lacks theming. Um, but the Starbucks line is always short. There's Starbucks in every lobby at Universal Value Hotels. Okay, yeah. Um, I left that left that argument out. And uh, you've got Bar 17 Bistro. Yeah. You've got a more a, a slightly more adult food court with with uh, wok bowls, sushis, poke bowls, oh. those kind of things. Oh, nice. Um, I know I know I wrote a review about the poke bowl recently. It's like 12 bucks. It was with with some pretty decent salmon or tuna in it actually. Yeah. Um, depending on what your choice is. Uh, the pool is nothing special, but it's quiet. It's what it's what adults without children would want. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And so, so there's a lot more advantage as opposed to if you were a couple and you're staying at Art of Animation or Pop Century <laughs> or God forbid the All Stars. Yeah, yeah. Forget about it. <laughs> so, but a lot. The travel agents are telling me this is what we're experiencing a lot more. But let's pull us pull us out of that area. Let's yep. visualize because. As well, it should be a majority of people on their vacation are going to Walt Disney World when they come to Orlando. Yeah. Good reason. You know, their market share is reducing. It's it's Universal is always going to be Pepsi to Walt Disney World is Coke. Yeah. yeah There's nothing sure. wrong with being Wendy's to McDonald's. OK, yeah. so it's not, that's not a problem. <laughs> Staying on site at 
Walt Disney World is, I hope you got a good job or you're going to visit a lot. Because, I mean, I'm a part-time theme park blogger, and I can't afford to stay at Walt Disney World on site on the trips. I can do it at Universal Oh yeah. Very, very easily. Yeah. I mean, I can down, I can downgrade to dockside and surfside, which I don't enjoy staying at because I'm spoiled bourgeoisie. I admit that. <laughs> but I was telling somebody the other day I paid seventy dollars a night to stay at Surfside for a week. Um, and so, you know, it's pretty easy to do that. Imagine spending seventy dollars to stay on site at Walt Disney World. That's yeah. never going to happen. Forget about it. I like Surfside when right. dockside wasn't open yet. Or was that the way it worked? Yep. Yeah. But when they first, first opened, first. yeah, I, I then then I stayed at Dockside and I, I thought the buses were a little bit more slower. I had to wait a little bit more. I, I just felt like once both sides are open, it just things kind of petered out, and mm-hmm. I wasn't nearly as happy with it. Yeah, I'm I'm a bigger fan of well, this is documented. Feel free, since I don't currently work for them, at least this month. Um, <laughs> I have a blog at Touring Plans whether you should pick Surfside or Dockside and whether you should pick Cabana Bay or Aventura. Yeah. Um, I, I get that. There's a lot of pluses to that. But what if you were – let's create – this This is the doomsday travel agent scenario. <laughs> you have a family yeah. that you think – now I'm being a travel agent, and you should use your travel agent when you have the opportunity. If you're not familiar with using a travel agent, I make no money from saying this, so don't worry about that. If there's a problem with your Disney vacation and you book a travel agent, you know who's on the phone with Disney for three hours? Your travel agent. Yeah, for sure. Not yep. you. Yep. If the price changes, the travel agent takes care of it. Yes. And you pay the same whether you're using a travel agent or not. Okay, so – but here's what the travel agents say to me. It's a doomsday scenario. I have a family of five or worse, a family of six. Mm. Where do they stay that doesn't cost them a fortune? Home. Okay, a family of five. <laughs> a family, Yes, a family of five going to Walt Disney World. Well, I was a family a of doomsday, five. Yeah. Right, this is a – then you know the doomsday scenario. I do, yeah. We stayed – one time we stayed – uh, All Stars Family Suite. We stayed Ooh. Port Orleans Riverside and Caribbean Beach. Mm-hmm. All of those those are the places um, between mod- and I don't know what did the deluxe. I never looked at the deluxe because I was way outside my price range. You're okay. But, but moderate in um, in value and of course art animation now. But I I, I I can't even think that's value. I mean those prices are <laughs> so ridiculous. But those are the ones I stayed everything at personally. You, everything you just quoted to me. For a room that would sleep five. Five, yeah. Notice the careful way I say sleep five. I didn't say sleep five comfortably. comfortably no, I no, said, no. Yes. I said sleep five. Make sure those five, you have some little kids because they're yes. going to be in some tight quarters. Right. <laughs> yeah. For all the scenarios you just gave me, with the exception of the very few suites that are at All Star Music, I think. Yeah, it's one of the All Stars. I don't remember which it's one. It's one of the All Stars that has yeah. family suites. The, the All Star version of about $300 a night. Maybe 325. Of the other scenarios you floated out, we're looking at 500 a night. Okay, so do the math on that. The yep. average family goes for five days. You're plopping down $2,500, and I have not figured in tax. I have not figured in parking, and I have not figured in transportation. And you haven't even darkened the doors of the park yet. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have tickets to get into any parks. Yeah. Right. You can't get in anything. Yeah. Okay. And we haven't paid for food in the depending on which food court you went to, the awful food court. That's really, that's pretty intimidating and scary. And so a lot of people in the, the family of five are starting to stay off-site. Some of them in the Disney Springs area. There's a bunch of hotels in Disney Springs areas. I want to make sure 
I get this right. There's uh, the Bee Resort, the Wyndham, the Holiday Inn, the Doubletree, the Hilton Orlando, and it used to be the Best Western. It's going to be the Drury Inn come this fall because they bought it. Okay. It should be interesting because I'm not sure how they're going to convert that to make it look like a Drury Inn, but that's a different discussion. <laughs> um, all of those hotels are good neighbor hotels that yep. you can walk to Disney Springs. I did it as we can talk about here in a second when I stayed at the Bee Resort in February. It's an easy walk to Disney Springs. It's actually an enjoyable walk to Disney Springs, especially after too many donuts and too many cookies. <laughs> um, and they have scheduled bus transportation either every hour or half hour, depending on what time of day, that takes you to all the parks directly, with the exception of Magic Kingdom, because you get dropped off at the TTC. So yep. just understand that's part of the deal. Yeah. Uh, but you're going to be paying a lot less, and you're going to get way more room. Yeah. Like the standard room that I stayed at, and their marketing person is going to hear this and go, you didn't tell us you were staying there. You're <laughs> right. I didn't tell you, so I could write a review. Um, <laughs> I, I stayed one night. I snuck one night over there in April at the B Resort. Oh, okay. I, I've stayed there in the standard room. Didn't take any pictures and stuff, which was a mistake. So I had to ask her to send me stuff. Now I'm going to be in trouble on my email. Um, <laughs> far more space in that room than you would find in a comparable room at Walt Disney World. Yeah. I, I think you could put to get a roll away with five legitimate sized human beings and sleep in that room at okay. the resort. And you can do that at DoubleTree. You could. I know I wouldn't say it'd be great. Yeah. But you can make that work. Or yep. you, know, you could stay in uh, what they call the, I believe it's the captivating room that I stayed in in February, where you've got a, a so you've got a gigantic um, living room area, large bathroom, a separate bed off to the side, and you could bring in a roll away. You'd have plenty of space. You probably, I don't want to over, I don't want to market for them. You'd be spending two hundred dollars or less. Okay. So we've already we've already knocked that price in half. But let me ask you this: the the bus service is is it a dedicated bus service for that resort, or dedicated is it bus sharing service for that for each? Individual so it is. Resort. So it's 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 comparable. To, I mean, obviously it's not going to be as steady as the Disney buses, but it, you'll be able to get the bus back and forth like midday. I mean, mornings yes. and evenings would be yes. no problem. But I'm just more concerned about yes. hey, two o'clock. I want to go back. Am I have to wait a half hour to get the bus? Well, it's scheduled, so you'll know when it is. Oh, okay. So it's scheduled. Okay, I got you. It's scheduled. It's scheduled like every hour, every half hour, depending on the time. I don't have my cheat sheet in front of me. Each okay. one of the hotels has a different setup. Long, as long as it's like, scheduled and you know. and Okay, oh, perfect. It's scheduled and you know, and so if you miss your time, that's on you. Yep, gotcha. Because that kind of thing. Okay, okay. And that's yeah. a similar setup they have with the hotels near Universal. Okay. Um, Like I said, I stayed at the B Resort um, back in February. And one of their really nice rooms and enjoyed dining at the American Kitchen Bar and Grill. That's the evening where I had all the, the day where I had all the donuts and the cookies. And then they <laughs> gave me two two desserts that night. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that that's the famous one. But you can find those reviews over at Pirates and Princesses. Um, those rooms were really nice. The, the Bee Resort and some of the other hotels in the Disney Springs area get overlooked because they they were trying to create themselves to be competition for like the moderates. Yeah. And the problem is they're not technically on site. Yeah. And then they tried to generate more revenue with their dining. And the problem is they're very close to Disney Springs and Disney Springs has really <laughs> upped the dining in the last five or six years. Yeah, exactly. So they're kind of caught in a trap of how to juggle that and how to 
do those kind of things. However, I had no complaints about the service there. I had no, and trust me, I have a, as we call, it, I have a paper and a pen. And these days I have a typewriter and someplace to type it up. <laughs> if I have a problem, I would be easy for me to mention it. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. My one disclaimer about um, the Disney Springs area hotels that it's the same thing with the swan and the dolphin. You're going to have parking fees if you bring a car. Yep. But you have that on site at Disney. Yeah. Just expect the parking fees to be higher. And you also expect the nasty, obnoxious, and I get in trouble with this every time. You can find this article for fairness because I wrote an article a long time ago. Five reasons to love the B Resort. Five reasons to dislike the B Resort. I don't like resort fees. Oh, yes. I find them to be annoying and tedious because they're not they're not optional. Yeah. They're they're forced upon you. And so I don't have a problem with you and in fairness when you book through the website with the B Resort. They're very clear about here's your fee. This is what it's going to be. Yeah, that's just a marketing so not, thing, right? Not, I mean, they they it's can not, lim- it's limit not the, tr- the price. Right. It's not the trick of you show up and all of a sudden you have a $35 resort fee per night yeah. that you didn't anticipate. And so if we want to complain about Walt Disney World nickel and diming us for every little thing, which they are, yeah. then we can't overlook that the Disney Springs area hotels are doing the exact same thing. And the Swan and the Dolphin are do the very same thing. If those of you are not familiar with the setup, Swan and Dolphin are both owned by Marriott. Yeah. And they are technically on Walt Disney World property. These technically are not there, but they're if you have driven from the I-4 disaster and tried to go <laughs> through that way towards Disney Springs, you have driven past all of these hotels. Yeah, they're right there. And so um, I think an article I wrote about walkway to Disney Springs. So you can see I took photos of all the walk from the B Resort and how to get there. It's really easy to get to Disney Springs there. It's a really wonderful perk. But um, the other area that's become more prominent lately is the Flamingo Crossing area. And it's kind of on the other side of. That the negative there is almost none of those hotels have shuttles that take you, and so you're going to have to you're going to get a lot more space, and you're potentially going to get like a Homewood Suites type setup or a Fairfield you. Suites type setup. Yeah. So if you had a larger family and you had a car, and if somehow it was possible one of you had an annual pass. Yeah, that'd be you nice. You could solve all you could solve all of your problems. Stay there. Spend about the same as what I think the B Resort would cost at Disney Springs, and then you would have a kitchen or a mini kitchen. And maybe at night, if you were a family, because like when you used to do it, Tom, yeah, you wouldn't want to cook every night. No, yeah. But if but but if if you popped in a couple of frozen pizzas of the brand that your kids really liked, yep, and you popped them in and you had them out, you'd be like. Oh, thank God. We can just relax and maybe maybe you would go have a beverage for a little while and not yeah. care and just let them do whatever. Yeah. You know, those are the pluses. One of the pluses that I saw in staying in the suite type setups at the B Resort, even if you have a smaller group, is there was plenty of space for you to spread out if you wanted to, especially in the captivating suites. Yeah. It was, you know, the in the posh I'm sorry, I'm getting using the wrong term. In the posh rooms and the captivating rooms, there's plenty of space in those areas. And that was the real plus. If space is important, yeah. and in my opinion, I think most families can survive being crammed into a, a standard room at Walt Disney World for two days, maybe <laughs> three. Yeah. But what if you're staying for a week? Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think for your sanity, it might be better to stay off-site, at least for part of the time. Like I did for the last trip. I spent most of the time at Aventura. 
but then I took a couple other days to say offsite. One because it ended up being a little cheaper, um, but two, it just gave me a break from all the stuff. Yeah. Like if you were, if you're, say it's a grandparents trip. Oh, someday <laughs> I will experience this. Oh yeah, you God will. help me. It's it's a grandparents trip, and the grandparents are taking, and the grandparents are like this, and the grandchildren, and of course. The parents want to parent the children like you're supposed to. Yep. And the grandparents, of course, want to. They have become different people than you grew up with. The <laughs> same person who raised you, who required you to follow every rule yeah. and wouldn't let you do anything. All of a sudden, they have been possessed by someone else. And I'll be that person eventually because I've seen it. They have been possessed by someone else. Oh, yeah. And all of a sudden, they are giving candy to every child they see. They're anything that child wants. Oh, you want this $100 stuffed animal? Oh, here you go. Okay. I don't know yeah. how it happens, when it happens, yeah. but it just does happen. Okay. Yes, yeah. So you might want plenty of space and not be crammed into a, a suite at, at Art of Animation. Yeah. Not that those suites aren't good, but they're $500. In, yeah, they're so ridiculously yeah, expensive. Yeah, it could be tough. And so if you're looking to stay at Walt Disney World, I've been recommending to a lot of people – Hey, I get the advantages of staying on site. I write lots of articles about how to use early entry correctly and how to rope drop and how to use the lightning lanes and Genie Plus. I get all that. Yep. But if you're staying for a week, you sure you want to be at the All-Stars for a week with the four of you or five of you or six of you? Yeah. No. Oh, did I mention at the All-Stars there might be a cheer competition or a football team or this or that? You <laughs> yeah. sure that's what you want? Yeah. No, that's 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 do you tough. Wanna, do you, do you want to eat at the All-Stars? Oh. And I'm disparaging their food court for good reason. Do you want to eat it there for six days? Yeah. I don't think you do. Um, yeah. And no. so maybe maybe spend three days on-site and three days off. Yeah. That's what I've tended to recommend for people to do. And obviously, if you have any intentions, as many, many people are doing now, if you have any intentions of doing something besides Walt Disney World, it is so... It is so much easier to get to Walt Disney World than it is to leave Walt Disney World. <laughs> it just is. Oh yeah, I mean Walt Disney World. They just make it tough for you to leave, and the traffic concern that you have about I four. Mm-hmm. I I totally agree. I four is a disaster. I four yep. is is one of the worst places to drive on this planet. And I'm counting the Philippines where if you – I'm picking on my friends in the Philippines right now. If you honk before you crash into somebody, it's the person's fault you crashed into in Manila. Okay, So <laughs> there are worse places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not much. Yeah. And the traffic to leave Walt Disney World makes you feel like, well, why do we even do this? Oh. And, but so if you were going so to stay on iDrive or you were going to stay around yeah. Universal Orlando, I can assure you that it is very easy to stay at like – the double tree around Universal Land or the Holiday Inn across Universal Land and get to Walt Disney World, it's a hundred times easier than it is to stay at Walt Disney World and then get to Universal or to get to SeaWorld or to get, oh, God forbid, get to Bush Gardens. Yeah, my Lord. Yeah. Even though you would think it would be easier because you're closer. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be crazy to even think, like, I'm going to stay at Disney World and not go to, like, stay on site and go uh-huh. to Universal. That I can't even fathom. Like, I can't think of one reason why that would make sense like i i unless like i i got nothing i can't i can't like the price but, point i just makes no sense to me mm-hmm. at all but this is what baffles me and i hear about this all the time i'll listen to podcasts and they'll do trip reports i'll get reports from travel agents and they'll say okay because this is this is your standard disney 
plan that works and it, I'm not being critical. People fly in on Saturday. Okay. Because, you know, parents get done working on Monday. They don't want to fly out Friday night. Get done working on Friday. Fine. They don't want to fly out Friday night. So they fly out Saturday, which, of course, the airlines love because they charge you more. Yeah. Okay. So then you fly out on Saturday. You check into your hotel at Walt Disney World on Saturday. Yep. And then you check out either late on Friday or on Saturday to fly back home. That's your standard. So we'll say for sake of discussion, you're going to stay Saturday night through Friday night. Okay. We hear this constantly, seven nights at Walt Disney World. Now, let's assume for discussion you're staying at Pop Century. So we're saying $200 a night, and you've crammed four people into the Pop Century. <laughs> Good luck, by the way. Okay. Yeah. We hear, oh, and yeah, we we took one day, and we just went and we, we went shopping at the – at the outlets and we did this and oh, we spent one day at universal okay i'm already in my head went hold on <laughs> sorry you can't see me shaking my head and rubbing my head right now <laughs> tom kid um yeah so you bought a you bought a one-day ticket to universal which is like buying a one-day ticket to walt disney world oh yeah and because it's you know because it's universal you needed to get park to park access for the hogwarts express yep. so you spent almost 200 dollars a person to go to Universal for a day, which is what it would cost park to park for Disney for a day. Yep. And you paid for the higher hotel, so you didn't get early entry. Yep. You didn't get special privileges. Yep. And you could have gotten a better hotel closer for less money. Yes. People are doing that all the time. Now, travel agents are telling me that people are starting to do split stays of three or four nights at Universal and two, three nights at Disney. Yeah. I, I would suggest if you're staying that long, that you want to give a long consideration to staying at one of these offsite hotels, especially if you have a car. Now I know rental car prices are ridiculous. I Oof. priced one for my, for my August trip and it was almost a hundred dollars a night, hundred dollars yeah. a day for a rental car. And that was just for a standard rental cars, nothing special. Yep. So I, I get that rental cars are tough to deal with, but there are shuttle options that are cost effective if your group's small enough. And, now that we've gotten through the that period, Uber and Lyft does not cost as much as you think it does. Currently. Now it may be different <laughs> by the time by the time you go on your trip, but right now it's not too yeah. bad. But I mean, for instance, and you know, I've stayed there now two times. Two times. Um and there are some reasons for some bad reviews, and I've written a lot about this on Pirates and Princesses. The holiday in across from Universal Orlando. So if you if you're in the Kirkman area at Universal Orlando, yeah. Um, so like I made fun of Tom for not knowing about the Miller's Ale House that's right there. Okay. <laughs> so that area where the Miller's Ale House, there's a double tree, there's lots of fast food places there. There's a Walgreens, there's a Kobe Steakhouse, those kind of places there. It literally is across from Universal Ando entrance. Now, granted, if you walk from the Holiday Inn to Universal Ando, it's going to take you approximately 15 minutes. I've done it about half a billion times yes. back and forth. So I'm from, I'm familiar with it. We've done it. And which one's, which one's the one that's r literally right across? And now there's a bridge that you can walk across. Um, the is side the with tree? the bridge on it is the double tree. Okay, that's, yeah, we stayed but there for a Halloween Horror Nights. The yeah, technically the Holiday Inn is, <clears throat> I've stayed at both of them several times. The Holiday Inn is technically closer. And it is. But you have one more road to cross. It, it, it's it quite is technically a walk. shorter walk. <laughs> But, but I'm bickering about 30 seconds. Yeah. Right? yeah. Okay. So <laughs> just to be, but they like, they like to point out that they are closer. They uh, are right. Gotcha. Yeah. I think uh, it was a double tree we stayed at and we walked, we walked over to 
Halloween Horror Nights. So we walked over early because we had the early access. Mm-hmm. Did Halloween Horror Nights all night, then walked back. Let me tell you something. That is a brutal walk back at the end of the night, like at midnight. That is correct. <laughs> but but for instance, this is a good example, and I'm not guaranteeing you will get this right, but it'll be comparable. Um, for my April trip, because Universal charges more on the weekend, they always charge yep. twenty to fifty dollars more for each room on the weekend. Well, I could have paid $139 a night at Aventure for a Friday night, which is not bad. No, no. Or I could switch to the Holiday Inn and Suites before I flew back on Saturday morning for $79 Oof, a night. Yeah. Okay, That's well, sweet. you can find this article. I know it's gone up recently because I saw it go up. I saw it in my feed <laughs> sometime this week. Because I was only staying with one bag because I was there for a short trip, I literally just left CityWalk. Grabbed my roller bag that goes under my seat and I walked to Holiday Inn, walked to the Holiday Inn and checked in. Yeah, yeah. And saved myself sixty bucks. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty um, good. <laughs> but I know I've stayed at the I've stayed. The one thing about the Holiday Inn and there are negatives, so feel free. I've written a lot about the Holiday Inn and you can look at it, Pirates and Princesses a lot. Yeah. And I'll probably write writing more about it because there are pluses and negatives you want to consider. I've stayed in their suites and they have two double bed. Well, there's different types, but for our discussion, they have two double bed, two queen size beds. Okay. I, I think, and then they have a a bathroom that's large enough where at least two people can function at the same time. And then in the main area where there's microwave, refrigerator, table, nice TV, there's a large sleeper sofa that I tested out. It was oh. pretty comfortable, at least in my suite. Now they knew who I was, and it was probably the best sleeper yeah, yeah, sofa yeah, they yeah. had. Okay, so okay, well, I'm not gonna lie to you. They <laughs> know who I am. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they see me coming. Yeah. Um, but you probably could get that room. Without a lot of work, 200, okay. maybe less than yeah. that a night. So you could sleep six, you could sleep five people very comfortably. Oh, yeah. For $200. And uh, they have limited shuttle service to Universal Indo, but quite frankly, why would you really need it? You could walk if you had to. Yeah, for sure. And if, and there's a way to shuttle to Disney World. I would not recommend you use it. I recommend mm. you use something else. Yeah. But there's a way to do that. But if you were going to stay, hey, We've got a week. Why don't we just all stay at the Holiday Inn um, there? Yeah, we're going to have to give some things up, but we could spend three days at Universal and three days at Disney. And you'd be like, and we can actually afford to eat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to be a smart aleck yeah, about that, no, but yeah, it's, for just, sure, yeah. it's just a fact of life of, of what are you going to do with that and how are you going to do it? And so there are, I mean, I, we could go through the, the double trees and obviously a good option. Yeah. Um, there's the, there's Best Western over there. I mean, I'm partial to the jury ends, but the jury ends cost a lot more. Oh, okay. And so Never you don't always have as much space. Yeah. yeah, I'm partial to them because they have a a kickback meal in the evening. It's like at, it's like heavy hors d'oeuvres meal every evening from five thirty oh, to seven. Okay. And then they have they have a full breakfast during the day, and so not full breakfast each day, and so it works out fairly well. There's one of those kind of bear where the Chick-fil-A is if you come in on Turkey Lane Road okay. on Universal. I'm sorry, only 10 of people listening know what I'm talking about, which is <laughs> so we go from there. Uh, there are lots of ways to save money. And what we're seeing people do is when they used to say, well, I only will stay on site. Yep. I get that. I'm one of those people. Yeah, yeah. But I always stay discover- on site. What we're, dis- yep. what we're discovering is you might even be able to pay for that outrageous rental car by staying off site. <laughs> yeah. And then and then and then now, depending on where you live, like where I live, there are not a lot of 
high quality table service restaurants because I'm in a college town. Yeah. I'm not saying there should be. I'm just telling you where I live. You're like, well, you know, we wanted to go to the melting pot or we wanted to go to Dave and Buster's or we wanted to go to um, the seafood place or we wanted to go to Chili's or we wanted to go to Pizzeria Uno. I'm just listing places kind of there on the iDrive area. Yeah. You could do that. And guess what? It would cost you the same as it might to eat the food in the park. And so that's really the tricky part is one of the most common ways we're seeing people save money is through their accommodations. And so I know I've, I've waxed poetic about the Holiday Inn and the Bee Resort and other places like that. And there are reasons because they have a lot to offer at the moment because oh, sure. I don't see Disney lowering the price of their hotels anytime soon. Yeah, no. And they're ridiculous. And, and it is quite ridiculous. And Universal is in the process of raising them and doing exactly what Universal always does. They watch, they look over to Lake Buena Vista and they go, <laughs> did Disney really raise prices again? Yeah. Oh, that means we can raise prices a little bit and no one will notice, yeah. which is what they do every time. Yeah, yeah. And so, well, you know, it won't seem outrageous. When we, if they raise prices 10%, well, we'll just raise prices like 7 and it won't <laughs> seem so bad. And they, yeah. they continually do it, and it continually works, and I continually fall for it. But accommodations are one of the things, because you're not, you're not going to take out your theme park tickets. No. You're going to have to eat in the park. I'm sorry. Um, your plane ticket's going to cost what it's going to cost. Yep. Your transportation getting around is going to cost what it costs. You have limited options. You can either make your trip shorter or you can do what I did for years and years before I even came this, whatever I do as a part-time theme park blogger. We used to make the commitment of, okay, we can stay longer if we stay someplace cheaper. Yep. And the, and the tricky part is, like at the Holiday Inn and Suites or the B Resort, what am I giving up? Am I giving up early entry? Okay, I'm giving up early entry. Now, when I go to Universal Orlando, that doesn't affect me because I just waive my annual pass and we just move on. Yeah. Yep. Um, but I'm giving up being on site and using their shuttles. But I'm also, I got a microwave, a refrigerator, a restaurant next door. Uh, and I also got the ability to walk to Walgreens if I want to, to buy some diet soda, which is kind of important to me. <laughs> And I also got way more space. Yeah. And so I, I picked the Holiday Inn and Bee Resort because those are the ones I've stayed in most recently. Sure, they have some warts. They have some things that I don't like. Yeah. Um, but but I don't like things at Aventura. I mean, just to be clear, my latest review of Aventura was not glowing. It wasn't bad. Yeah. But it wasn't glowing. But my, you know, my colleagues who review the Disney resorts, I've got to say this with all due respect, you're getting less and you're paying more. Yeah, for sure. Now, it may, it may be worth it to you for your trip, and I'm, I feel like I'm preaching now. Tom's watching me switch to preacher mode. I'm sorry. <laughs> it may be worth it to you. It may be worth it to you to spend for a suite at the Art of Animation $450, $500 to get space for your family so you can be on the Skyliner and get to wherever you need to go and take the bus to Magic Kingdom. I'm with that. I'm with you. But you just committed, for our scenario, you just committed $3,500 for your accommodations not to be a smart aleck, but I can stay in a, I can stay at Aventura. Actually, I'm going to do this in the, in September. I can stay in Aventura in a suite that sleeps nine, oh. sleeps nine comfortably, comfortably wow. sleeps nine. I'm doing the math. Hold on. When they listen to this, they'll be like, you got it wrong, John. Dun, dun. <laughs> two, two queen beds, one king size bed, two twin beds. 
and a sleeper sofa. So we got way more than nine if we had to. I would yeah, do if you it. Had little kids, yeah. Right, but you know, and so I, as my wife joked about, well, you're just going to be on the sleeper sofa in front of the TV typing all night. Yes, ma'am, I will be. <laughs> Have a good time. Uh, she made fun of me. She called me out, and now I think about it, she was right. So anyway, <laughs> listen, you were right, I was wrong. Yeah. Um, because I've thought about it again now. But we're sleeping nine. I know that the price for that. Now, granted, it's an annual pass rate. No, it's not. It's not an annual pass rate yet. Oh. Three hundred forty-five dollars at a night. Wow. Sleep not nine people. Yeah, you could get comfortably. You know, three couples okay. in there at least. Yeah. Um, and that's dun, dun, that dun, cuts dun, down believe, to like hundred bucks. I believe just to give you a clue, depending on when people are arriving for Halloween Horror Nights, I'm giving out way more information. I'm going to get in trouble with groups for giving this out. Um, yeah, we're doing that. Yeah. That's so, really affordable then if you split it three ways. So I mean. So then you go 345. Versus 500 crammed into Art of Animation. How much extra money does that give me? Yeah, there's a transportation problem, but this is a better hotel. Not even arguably a better hotel. And, well, I can go to Universal. Well, guess what? When you start going, now I'm preaching for Universal. When you Once you get done buying those silly one-day park-to-park tickets, which is, a, which is a horrible investment, you should never do it. Yeah. And I've written this hundreds of places. <laughs> once you get once you get past that, yep. buying a three day ticket to Universal costs you way less than a three day ticket to Disney. Yeah. And then once we start talking a four day ticket or a five day ticket, you should start looking at a season pass. Yes. Because that'll be about four hundred dollars, and then you can come back and make it work. And we haven't even talked about the glory of staying at at Aventura or Cabana Bay and walking, oh. walking to Volcano Bay, the best water park in the area. Oh my. Now yeah. the busiest, the busiest water park in the area, so but the best water park in the area. Oh man. I love it. Love it. Yeah. And you literally, you literally just walk out there. Yeah. Cabana Bay. Really it's literally right up. Like you have your Cabana Bay mm-hmm. pool. There's a wall and then it's Volcano Bay. <laughs> you walk past yeah, the lazy my, river and my, you're there. It's what we talk about in the, in my faith world of, Yes, you're giving things up, but you're giving things up for something better. Yeah. And so, and that's what, you know, we talk, sorry, I'm preaching now, <laughs> where we, we make sacrifices because we think it's important and we think we're honoring God and those kind of things. But yeah. we're doing that because we're replacing it with something better, not just giving it up and being sad about it. I'm yeah. making fun of my Catholic friends right now, by the way. Um, <laughs> sorry. Sorry, I'll apologize to them later. Um, but that's the thing. Yeah, I, I, I want to I stay at the Hard Rock Hotel at Universal. Yeah. Um, because I'll need to be in a really nice DVC deluxe to compete with the Hard Rock at Universal. Yep. But if I could stay at, say, the Doubletree or the Holiday Inn off-site, I can spend one night at Hard Rock, which would be just awesome, or I can spend six nights there. Which shall I do? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. that's the conversation you have to have with yourself. Yeah. And so you suddenly discover, well, we can afford to buy annual passes for the family. Yes, you can. Yeah. So that means even if you take a vacation once a year, move your vacation up a month next year, and yeah. all of a sudden, both of those vacations are on the same annual pass. Yes. Yep. And you're like, wow, we actually saved money. Yes, you did, and you can make it work. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Sorry, I, I started. I, I think I switched from preaching about faith to preaching about budget there. So I apologize. <laughs> everyone. In case you're unaware, and I haven't said it, and you don't know. I have a real job, and it's easy to find what it is on Twitter. Okay, so with the with the Twitter handle of Pastor John Self, it's yes. not hard to figure out what I do. Go so uh, follow so Pastor John Self for sure. <laughs> no, 
just so we're aware of that. Sorry. Um, Tom, do you have any questions about staying off-site? Because I don't know how – well, your life is off-site. So what am yeah, I Yeah, now, you know, but, staying out of Disney. I guess my only question would be in general. I know uh, I stayed during COVID times in their uh, – you know, what for me, when I was staying with the family and I was staying off-site, one of the must – well, there's two things I must have. One was queen beds. Like if they had twin beds mm-hmm. or whatever, forget it. I was out. There's no way. I didn't double. like those. Yeah, or doubles. Double. Yeah, doubles. Yeah, no. I want a queen, at least queen, or I wasn't interested. Second, mm-hmm. the uh, breakfast buffet, because for a family of five, mm-hmm. a free breakfast buffet is a lifesaver. Because A, the kids aren't eating crap anyway, and B, it's now it's free. I get my coffee. I get something to eat. I go to the parks, and we're energized, and we're good till lunch. But when we started – when we were staying around uh, COVID, of course – they didn't have the breakfast buffet. And then mm-hmm. they slowly incorporated like bags, like they give you a bag lunch mm-hmm. or a bre- bag breakfast. Like here, you take this back to your room and nuke this or here, this is an apple or whatever. Yep. Are they full blown back? And I don't know if any of these resorts that you spoke of have a breakfast buffet. Are they full blown back to a full breakfast buffet where you walk in and you can get the oatmeal and the waffles and stuff? I mean, is it post COVID or are we still in a COVID time when they have it locked down and you really don't have a full blown you know, continental continental breakfast all right i wanted you to talk for three more seconds while i was checking my notes here um, okay <laughs> continental breakfast is what i meant to say not buffet but yes right. that's what I meant no i'm with you yeah um i would say in most cases the ones that have the breakfast um many of the ones i've mentioned do not okay so that would be a negative okay but you don't have them when you stay on site either, yeah you don't I have them on site either. yeah yeah nope um the ones that do have the breakfast let me just do checking my notes real quick uh, there's the Best Western Plus, you know, that's by Universal. It's kind of tucked behind the Millersdale House and the Kobe Steakhouse back there. Okay. Um, the quality of the hotels are lower. Yeah. I know I've I read I wrote up a review. Wow, shameless plug. <laughs> I wrote up a review for some unofficial guide that might be the biggest selling thing on <laughs> books about Universal Orlando. Ah. I may have written something Maybe? about that recently. Oh, but all the offsite hotels, <laughs> um, perhaps. Maybe. <laughs> um, and be- the Best Western, when I stayed there, now this, was, this was during the height of COVID. We had the bag experience that okay. we talked yep. about. Yeah. Um, but the Best Western Plus tends to do a scaled back continental breakfast. Checking my notes, they are about 90% back to their continental oh. breakfast. So my answer to that question is going to be, I would say they are far closer to what they were before COVID than they were during COVID. Okay. Like yeah. the jury the in, which is a full breakfast, one of the biggest selling points for the jury in, the full breakfast and the and the, the food from 537. Yeah. And free popcorn and free sodas in the lobby. Not that I know that. Wow. Um, no wonder you like this place. Not that I, not, not that I know. <laughs> By the way, did I say I'm staying at one of those in, in August? Um, <laughs> they're pretty close to back to where they were before. Okay. All right. Cool. But most of these hotels, the ones in Flamingo Crossing area, and if you can't visualize, if you know where the Disney Springs hotels are, yep. they're on the other side of Walt, you know, Walt Disney World properties, okay. basically. Many of them have free breakfast, and they scaled it. They did not scale it back as much as everyone else during COVID. Oh. They realized they were they were in Florida, and <laughs> COVID doesn't exist. Yeah, no, nobody cares. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who cares? Sorry, that's <laughs> harsh. That's really harsh, but it's true. No, it, it's it's um, true. It's 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 true. <laughs> um, but they have they have always had more upscale breakfast, and many of them had versions of Mickey waffles. 
Oh, okay. So just so, so so if you're trying to sell that to your kid, yeah, I guess this is a good selling point for Flamingo Crossing. So if the Flamingo Crossing would like to sponsor me for my next trip, exactly. Uh, Flamingo Crossing areas, um, they have Mickey waffles that many of them. I have to go double check my data on that. If your kid wants to have Mickey waffles and you don't want to pay for them at Walt Disney World, this might be a good way to do it. That sounds like a winner. Yep. So just double check that. But most of the hotels around Walt Disney World and Universal do not have, have a continental. Yep. So, so that's another thing to consider. Yeah. Is if if the breakfast is that important to you. Yeah. Then wear that in. But I would counter with, if you're staying for seven days in the same place, it's going to be the same breakfast seven days in a row. Yes. How's that going to go for you? Uh, well, I mean, adults probably not so great, but kids, they don't care. Yeah, they'll eat waffles. Yeah, nine, they'll eat breakfast, lunch, dinner. Waffles and the cereal and whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. But but one of the pluses at my Drury Inn commercial, and they have sponsored me before. They're not for August, so sorry. Um, their break, their menu changes in the evening, but it's the same for breakfast every gotcha. day. So yeah, and another great thing about the know. breakfast, continental breakfast, you can grab like a bag of cereal, a banana, an apple, put it in your pocket, take it to the parks with you, and then now you have a midday snack right. too. So, I mean, yeah, for, for a family of five, for someone who's trying to save money, that continental breakfast really does go a long way. I mean, if, if two hotels comparably priced, you definitely err on the side of the continental breakfast. Right, and that's the thing you have to remember is when I always told people – and it's, but this is back from being a tennis coach and trying to plan trips for teams and being like, it's good to know there's a continental breakfast there. But if it says continental breakfast, you don't know the quality it's going to be. It may be that toaster that you run the toast through three times. It's still not toasted. And, <laughs> yeah. And the oatmeal that's horrible and the biscuits that you know, whatever. That's fine. You can't count on that to save money for your group. Yeah. But if it ends up being something your family has two or three or four or five days – be thinking in the back of your mind, well, if you're the budget person, you go, okay, well, I, we saved $150 on those breakfasts I wasn't sure we were going to save on. Now I can take us out to eat for a $100 meal and not feel bad about it. Yep, exactly. Yep. And those are the kind of things you can think in terms of. So it, remember, I know I'm, I'm applying my faith principles to this, and maybe I shouldn't be, but we're, when you give something up, you're not giving something up because you're a great person or life is – you're suffering. You're giving something up to replace it with something better. Yes, yeah. And, and so if so if you you suffer through a continental breakfast three or four days, but then now all of a sudden you get to go to – let me just name some place that I've uh, – say you're going to Chewy's for Mexican food, <laughs> yeah. Tex-Mex food. Yep. Which is an excellent choice for Tex-Mex food, yeah, yeah. but it's a little on the it's a little on the pricey side for chain Tex-Mex food. Yeah, um, you you've rewarded yourself with Chewies. Yeah, for someone for someone, and I think you have maybe I'm confused where you move. Oh, you moved from there. Some of us, those of us who lived in Texas, yeah, not me. We miss real Tex. We miss <laughs> real Tex-Mex food. So for me, I can't tell you how many times that I literally have the DoorDash app or something out to have Chewy's delivered to my room. And then I go to look at it and I'm like, (sighs) I look and pay the fees and I'm like, John, just to get what you want is going to cost you $38. Yeah. No. Why are you doing that? Yeah. You might as well just go to city walk and live it up. (laughs) But, and so, but that's a whole different podcast we could do, but that's the thing you have to remember when you're trying to save money, what are you willing to give up? If you have to have a king bed, by yeah. the way, good luck. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, no. Um, 
if you have to have a suite where you have a separate real door that separates you from the kids, which yeah. I can respect. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. If you need to have everything be perfect, you're not going to find that on site. Yeah, you have to buy a timeshare. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then if you've committed to a timeshare, which is great, I think those are great options. Yeah. Then now you got to figure out how you're going to transport yourself around. Yeah. Like I know I have some friends who are staying in, um, actually, they're kind of near you. They're timeshare near where the Margaritaville. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, thing, that's thing very is, close but to they're me. Not the, but they're, yeah, they're kind of one of those timeshares there. Yeah. And they're like, it's great. It's wonderful. But transportation is a problem. Because of, because we're committed to the 192 or yeah the 192 yep. area which is a disaster yeah it's not I4 disaster but wrong time of day it can be just awful yeah I think uh, so, there's you know, there's a Hilton one I think there's at least two near me that I've run by I think, I think it's the I think it's the one it's affiliated more with Holiday Inn oh okay Holiday Inn I'm not sure I saw that one but they but they may not advertise the Holiday Inn but yeah. I know it's in that group and I I know that because of well. I think I've given away. I know what groups market which hotel. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I, so I may have given that away. Yeah. But sure, they get to stay in a timeshare and they get I, I have somebody who's staying in a timeshare kind of in the not in the celebration area, but right on the edge of celebration area. Okay. Yeah. And it's a wonderful like semi gated community and it's great and it's wonderful and they have all these amenities. Yeah, but you ended up paying more than you did to stay on site to get that. And you still got to get to Walt Disney world. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you got better accommodations, but you gave up this. It's all about what we can live with and can't live without. Yeah. Yeah. So, and for your vacation, it may be, we, I want to show up and I don't want to worry about transportation. I don't care if it's yep. the buses where the kids are going to be crying the whole time. I just don't want to worry about transportation. And guess what? You're going to be staying at Walt Disney world, but understand from someone else's perspective, you just threw away thousands of dollars to do that. Yes. So you better maximize it, and you better find a blogger that you trust <laughs> who can tell you how to use tell you how to use rope drop correctly, yeah. how to do Genie Plus correctly, oh, yeah. how to yeah. do your lightning lanes correctly, yeah. how to maximize your time. Otherwise, you wasted a whole bunch of money. Yeah, back in the day, I only stayed at Disney on on site because I I parked the car at the beginning of the trip mm-hmm. and I didn't get into it left. And uh, we the, the extra morning hours, the extra evening hours. And this is back when you actually got three. No, no, was it four or three? I think it three, and they cut it down to two. So you actually got three extra hours at night, like from 11 to 2 a.m. I mean, th- some of my best mm-hmm. memories that I have are during like like walking Magic Kingdom, you know, Liberty Square, like at 2 a.m. And there was literally no one there. It was just like me and my kids, and it's just the greatest memories. And now they, they brought that back, but now you have to stay in a deluxe. And so now you're really just paying ridiculous amount of money to, to, for that privilege. Unless I guess Swan and Dolphin is a little bit, a little better, I guess, if you want to try to get that extra evening, I guess that's probably the cheapest yeah, but way Swan you can go. And Dolph, Swan and Dolphin, you're going to pay for your parking and resort fee. You're looking at, yeah, the resort fee. You're looking, you're at, getting, oh, you're you're looking at 70, $70 more a night. Yeah. So there's no good answer, but yeah, I, I mean, now the only thing that would ever even bring me back to a Disney on site would be like extra evening magic hours, but I, there's no way I could I there's, I could never fork over that kind of money for a night at a deluxe. Right. It just I just won't do it. Yeah, changing the subject slightly, yeah. I would tell you based on the data we've collected about crowd levels and that stuff that the extra hours are great. Yeah, they work really well at Magic Kingdom. 
However, spoiler alert: <laughs> if you're at Magic Kingdom and you don't have deluxe stay, they don't kick you out. They don't let you on an attraction. Yes. They don't let you do anything, but they don't kick you out. So if you are there and you want to shop for another hour and a half, you can do it. Guess what? You get to do it. Oh, so you know what? That's um, just as good. And that's kind of my thought process as I was trying to plan stuff and trying to organize stuff. I'm like, well, that wouldn't be so bad no. because I'm not really the target demographic for Magic Kingdom. But if I could go from every single shop at the end of the night and it'd yep. be less people, that might be worth it. The problem with Epcot currently is the things are too far spread apart. Yeah. And you spend 15, 20 minutes getting <laughs> to the attractions that are open. And yeah, by no. the time you've done two attractions, your night's done. Yeah, it's over. Yeah. So if you're if you're in a deluxe and you have deluxe privileges on a night where Epcot is open, you should use it, but do not expect it to be wonderful. So I can walk, uh, I can stay in Epcot too, then, right? Like right before, like say nine o'clock. They've been they've been a lot tighter about Epcot, so I have conflicting uh, data on that. Because you know nine o'clock or nine thirty, let's say, uh, mm-hmm. Harmonious shoots off their fireworks, the park's closing, but you know the people can stay late. If I just go grab a drink and just walk around World Showcase for an hour, like just a well, remember slow... they don't have they don't have all of World Showcase open. At Epcot, uh, they don't. Open okay, too. never mind then. That plan's shot to crap. That's where the data conflicts, and so this I'm a data person. Yeah. And so I go, well, you did it this way, and they said this, but then the next time it was this. <laughs> and they haven't been doing it at Epcot enough, so it's I got gotcha. you. Okay, okay. Well, there you go. So, yeah. But. I mean, it just really comes down to, and as I tell people, we did this before I entered into the part-time theme park blogging world. You know, I spent one year, one a 12-month period, I spent 72 days in Orlando. Wow. Okay. At, at In hotels, 72 days in Orlando. This is before becoming and a blogger. This is before I became a blogger. So this is all out of pocket okay. then. This is all out of, all out of pocket. Wow. And just so you have some perspective, I work as a minister. Not that I'm, I mean, I'm probably paid the average amount that a minister is paid. Um, just to give you perspective, my wife who's gone back to college, she gets a Pell Grant. So just to give you perspective okay. where my money falls. Yeah, yeah. Okay. How do you think I afforded that? <laughs> and we spent lots of time on site. Wow. At Disney World and Universal. It's all about making your compromises and when you do it and how you do it. Yeah. For sure. And so, I mean, you know, and so that's just what you have to have to decide. Yep. And I, I know I know because I've stayed there recently. I'm ranting and raving about the B Resort and the Holiday Inn. But those are good options. They may not fit you. You may you may look at the Holiday Inn and be like, well, you know, some of the places aren't as renovated as I would like them to be. Yep. So I need to go to the Doubletree. And then I'm going to say, well, that's great. But the Doubletree doesn't have as much space in their rooms. Yeah. And in. Sorry, Double Tree, because I do know you listen. Um, because when when you see my name come up, I know you listen. Because your marketing person is going to say something. Yeah. Um, your dining in your at your hotel is really dropped in quality. We tested it um, last week. Okay. Um, and so you're paying a lot more for their dining. It's not four star quality that it's supposed to be. I see. Um, the gelato was really good because I know that when Aaron messages me later, yes, I have a name. I'm even mentioning it online. <laughs> um, when he messages me after this comes out and sees sees me posted on Twitter or something, he's like, "What?" I'm like, "Dude, we had like six meat. We had six entrees. They all were this level. Sorry. Yeah. Um, that kind of thing. 
that's just the struggle is what can you live with and what you can't live with. If you stay yeah. at the Holiday Inn, um, you have a TGI Fridays next door. Oh, there you it's go. It's TGI Fridays level quality. Yep. But sorry, TGI Fridays. It's probably one of the weakest TGI Fridays in the area. <laughs> but they have a, but they have a breakfast buffet. Oh. But the breakfast but the breakfast buffet is fifteen dollars. Interesting. The kids eat free. Oh. So then you have then you have <laughs> yeah. it's all about what fits for you. Sorry, yeah, Tom's yeah. watching my head go back and forth if I do the this or that. Yeah, like oh that's the oh, oh oh oh. Exactly. <laughs> so so if you're a, if you're a couple a cup on couple. Yeah. That's not very appealing. But what if you were a family of four? Yeah, that's much more appealing. You could get a you could get a decent room for under a hundred, maybe let's say a hundred dollars. I don't want to shortchange the yeah. Holiday Inn. And you could feed breakfast to your kids, and you know, not your teenagers. Yeah. To your kids, and you wouldn't care what they ate, but you know why you wouldn't care? You're on <laughs> vacation, and it was free. That's right. <laughs> now you're going to complain about your food. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was like, oh. Now, granted, in fairness, because there was an issue during one of my stays there, and the managers were wonderful about it, and they gave me a free breakfast, so all disclaimers here. Um, yes, you can sit for an hour and a half and type and drink all the Coke Zero you could want with your breakfast, and they won't say boo. Coke Zero for breakfast? So, John, you don't drink hey, coffee for breakfast? You drink Coke Zero? <laughs> um, well, normally I have orange juice because somehow in Florida, everything with fruit tastes better in your state. <laughs> than it does elsewhere <laughs> but at that point i knew i was going to be on a flight for a really long time because i was flying at the, that point later ah, in the day i see and so but you know i have i have my soda addiction so yes. i have to have to do that but my point is you can find some reason to make that breakfast buffet work for you yeah, is it a great oh, breakfast sure. buffet feel free to look at my review yeah online as i shamelessly plug it but it's not bad but it's not great it's breakfast but it doesn't have to be great what right? do you what do you expect yeah but that's the compromise you have to figure out. Or should you should you stay a little farther away? But if you stay farther away, how are you going to do your transportation? Yeah. Like there's a Sheraton kind of near where the endless summer hotels are. Yeah. It's a decent hotel, but transportation to the parks is hard. And so you've made that sacrifice. And when you have and your I've mimosas stayed, for I've, breakfast, now you can't drive to the parks. <laughs> right. I mean, and I've 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 stayed on 192 in some of the places around um, Old Town. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I I knew the compromise I was making. What we wanted was we wanted a we wanted a continental breakfast. We wanted a microwave in our room. Yep. And we wanted some space. Was the hotel very good? Absolutely not. <laughs> was it a pain that was it a pain in the butt to get around 192? Yes, it was. Yeah. Was there nice dining near my hotel? No, there wasn't. <laughs> However, there were plenty of chain restaurants that if I wanted to eat at those, I could eat at those anytime. Yeah. And I had a teenager who was going to be finicky and I wanted to make sure he ate food. Yeah. Perfect. So yeah. Yeah. these are the kind of things you have to decide. So sometimes yeah. offsite is great and sometimes it is a bad decision and yeah. I can't decide that for you. Yeah, well, I think that is a good place to call this one quits. That was a uh, very, very captivating. That was good stuff. Yeah, you, uh, <laughs> you've been all around town, as they say. So I, yes. I do thank you. <laughs> I thank you for coming on. I look forward to seeing you. Um, hopefully, uh, for your August trip, are you going to be down for a while, or are you just coming down, hitting Mickey's um, and going August? Out? I come to, I, yeah, I come down for two or three things, and I'll just it's be shamefully honest here. It depends on who is paying me to do what. <laughs> yeah. um, um, I'm contracted to go to Mickey's Not So Scary. 
Yeah. Um, I suspect based on people, the three groups that I'm talking to or meeting with tomorrow, I suspect that I'll be spending a day at Disney Springs eating table service dining. And then I'm not sure what I'm doing after that. Wow. You but then, live I, but a then rough I'll be life. back. I'll be back in September. Oh yeah. For a short Disney trip. And then for mostly Halloween Horror Nights. Oh, cool. Well, one of those, Actually uh, cover it. yeah, one of those, one of those days we'll definitely have to hook up again and do another installment of three snacks around IOA or something. So, uh, you know, whatever available, yep. I know you're busy. I may be back before then, but it depends on because theme park media sites don't pay for my plane tickets. Yeah. So sometimes it comes down to, <laughs> hey, guys, I can fly down for $100 round trip. Is there something you want me to do? Oh, John, you're here. Great. Or sometimes it's like, have a good time, John. We got nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no worries. But yeah, we'll definitely go uh, hook up again. And I thank you so much for coming on. It was always uh, it's always fascinating and uh, definitely going to have you come, come back again, talk about Mickey's Not So Scary and whatever else you want to promote or talk about. But in the meantime, by all means, go Twitter, <laughs> go to Pastor John Self, follow. I guess you don't like I guess you just follow and uh, go to. Follow. And remember, it's John without an H. Because oh, H yeah. J.O.N. Self. Mm-hmm. And uh, Princess. So Universal people need to get that. <laughs> Prince. Wait, is it princesses and. Prince, it's pirates and princesses.net is probably yeah. the easiest place to find me these days. Yeah, uh, always Universal Family Vacation, Universal Family Vacations, but they also do uh, Walt Disney World uh, vacations. I guess I can say this in this format. Universal Family Vacations is a subsidiary of Pixie Vacations, which is a travel oh. agency. Yeah. Um, but they have blogs that that I write for them. I'm actually working on a. I just got assigned today to um do like a what do you need to know before you go to Mickey's Not So Scary. Ah. And then, of course, of course, I write for Universal Food Blog. At some point, Xavier will put out the donut article that I wrote where we <laughs> had 34 different donuts of Voodoo Donut. Wow, that's insane. Insane. You have to eat the, You have to buy the casket and eat the whole thing. It wasn't cost effective. We worked <laughs> that down. <laughs> it's not about cost, John. It's about just doing it. Just do it. I'm sorry. For in, the, in the world of theme park blogging, it is about cost because <laughs> some of us, some of us, this actually is we have business and business expense. Yeah. Uh, so we okay. need to make sure we both right. don't exceed. <laughs> you got to start. I'm, stop I'm thinking with your head. You that point. <laughs> stop thinking with your head. Yeah. Think with your stomach. <laughs> I'm sorry. I am married with a woman who is going back to college. There's yeah. No. no yeah. Time. There's no such thing, indeed. <laughs> Well, like I said, thank you so much. I so greatly appreciate you having you on. Oh, thank you. And thanks to Joanna for being on for a little bit before yes. she had to go get that COVID, te- COVID test. Uh, I always, happy sales. I always scare her off. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that is true. But uh, I guess until we stream again, go make sure you check out Pastor John Self on Twitter and everywhere else you can find him. And keep making memories. As always, eat like you mean it. Thanks for listening to the Vacationers Theme Parks and More podcast. The show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Please subscribe and give us a review if you like the show. Visit our website at www.vacationerspodcast.com. For additional content, subscribe on YouTube and Twitter at Vacationers Podcast. Please like our Facebook page, Vacationers Theme Parks and More Podcast. Send questions, comments, or if you'd like to be on a future episode to discuss planning or reviewing of a vacation, please email the show at vacationerspodcast at gmail.com. This has been a Vacationers Theme Parks and More production. For Vacationers Theme Parks and More, I'm someone who knows Neil Patrick Harris. Peace out, suckers.